Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. If you've been to Las Vegas, you know things aren't exactly the same. You're not getting the service that you're used to here. And the biggest reason is staffing. Everybody we talk to, not only in here, but really across the nation, has said staffing is the biggest issue to really getting back to what we considered normal economic life. We've got the perfect person to talk about that, not only for here, but really across the country. His name is Stephen Sullivan. He's the CEO and founder of Trident Development Corporation, one of the really great staffing organizations. And Stephen, welcome to the show. I just wanted to ask you right up top, are you finding it, having been in this business for a number of years, do you think like this is the most important time for your particular industry? Because it looks to me like this is a big, big need. You know, Steve, uh, it's definitely a a question that every uh, business owner or manager in the the work environment is pondering. It's just, uh, you know, every industry, it doesn't really matter whether uh, it's healthcare or it's a restaurant on the street, everybody is in search of good talent. And the pandemic really has accelerated a changing dynamic across multiple industries regarding trying to find great talent. And I think that is what really is everybody's trying to figure out because you you know you talk to a business owner and they have their own kind of conclusion. But the reality is, is that the workforce is evolving and that the businesses need resources, they need partners to help identify how to fill those gaps. And that's where I really think Trident Development Corporation can become that valued partner in in that equation. And so we're excited to be able to respond to the new needs across a variety of industries. And I think that I'm excited to kind of talk about some of those things today. Finding that right talent, all of a sudden, these companies that have kind of gone along and they had their various methods to bringing on new people and so forth and training and what have you, all of a sudden now, They're looking around, and not only are they looking for the right talent, but so are all their competitors and so forth. I know Trident and kind of the way you've run the business and what you pride yourself on is finding the right talent for the right job. Does that involve going through and and getting that skill set down and really understanding what the skill set is needed? Because this is a big opportunity, and like I say, there's not going to be a huge line of people waiting for a job because there's a lot of competition. That's right. It's the traditional kind of focus regarding skill sets, education, and kind of the, uh, the normal variety of things that you need to consider for a position or a job. But really some of the, um, the overarching things that are impacting the employee selection is a greater appreciation for where the company is coming from. So you'll hear more about you know, environmental, social, and governance, ESG, which is really a critical thing that not only investors are looking at, but employees are starting to want to know, you know who are the owners? What's the direction of their company? How do, how do they actually appreciate or understand climate change? And so those things, along with um, an accelerated interest in a flexible environment for work where folks can work, you know, some from home, some in the workplace, all these things, all these dynamics, along with the traditional uh, requirements, i.e. the education uh, and experience, are driving employee decisions. And so you look at the healthcare environment, 
you know, they have been really uh, beat up quite a bit over the last 12 to 18 months. And, and those folks are reevaluating and reconsidering why they want to do what they're doing, where they want to do it. And so I think that we're going to see much more careful consideration on where the employee's going to go for their new job. And, and kind of to add to that, you're probably also hearing kind of uh, in this, what I would call eye of the storm of the pandemic, because we've got the variant kind of starting to uh, rear its kind of ugly head. You've got a lot of folks that are changing jobs now. So you see a lot of switching from the pandemic position that was stable, maybe to the next uh, position they were pursuing prior to the pandemic. So there's a lot of different variables that are creating uh, a very unique environment for both the employer and the employee. Well, in terms of providing great employees, there's obviously the review of the skill sets, checking all that, doing the vetting and all that kind of thing. But you mentioned like working for home, for example, and not everybody could do that. Is that part of your process, too, is trying to find out, is it a good fit for that person or not? Because some people can be really good, but they just can't handle that kind of independence, whereas other people will be great and they're fine in that way. All it's doing is, you know, saving a, a trip on the freeways and they're right away ready for work. So is that something that's part of the search uh, process for you? It is. I think that when folks are saying, hey, we'd like to have that, you know, potential employee work from home, really the big question is how is the company going to accommodate that? You know, what resources do they have to put in place to make sure the employee is successful in a remote environment versus just maybe an un, unsupported expectation? Because really understanding how to use, you know, Zoom and all the other resources that you have, for like your team meetings, et cetera. But, you know, do they have the proper computers and other equipment that are going to support their success working from home or in, in another remote environment? And I, I think that those things the companies really need to figure out um, before they decide that they're going to just, just take this remote work worker kind of concept and, and deploy it uh, for maybe a cost savings issue related to overhead and, and uh, the traditional office. So kind of to sum it up, it's, it's really um, a two-way street. The employer definitely needs to have a plan that can accommodate successful remote employment. Are you seeing a lot of hybrid situations where people are thinking, you know what, you can do some of the stuff at home, but we need you in the office a certain amount of time. Is, is that a thing we're looking at for future uh, workplace? Absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, that's a, a big consideration today because most companies, most of the larger companies that had a lot of uh, infrastructure where they had people working from at one point prior to the pandemic, many of those companies had a go-to-work strategy or go-back-to-the-office strategy like the September, October timeframe. And, and again, with the, uh, with the new variant, um, a lot of those, those move-back-to-the-office kind of considerations are, are being reevaluated. Or, as you're suggesting, folks are rolling out a, a hybrid program where they offer either the employee the option to work in the office or, or in the home environment. And I think that part of that also goes back to the flexibility of the needs and wants that have changed during the, uh, the pandemic where employees are appreciating, obviously, their health care benefits, mental health benefits that are tied to their programs or, or plans, flexibility, and, and, and again, a new, a new consideration that really has been part of the uh, outcome of the pandemic is child care. A lot of folks with kids at home, you know, have uh, had to adopt, you know, not only that remote work environment to consideration, but how it impacts their families. Let's talk about the talent pool for a second, Stephen. Now, 
it's changing. You know, in the old days, people went to college, they got their degree, they were they they could really see where their future was, and it was a pretty narrow road. Now we're seeing this whole broad spectrum where people are looking for different things. Does that affect a lot of what Trident does in terms of? analyzing skills and seeing how skills can move as opposed to just that simple thing of having a bunch of resumes. Okay, this would be a good fit for this and so forth. It's a great question. You know, skills, uh, specialties, those things really are a critical aspect of the hiring process today. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, years ago it was, uh, you know, if you had a bachelor degree in X, you were a, a qualified candidate. And folks really are looking for, today, are looking for folks that have unique skill sets that can respond immediately on day one within the work environment that can add value to, you know, the mission of the organization. And so whether it's computer skills or certain other technical skills that are part of the, the need within the work environment, those things are, are very much being looked at and, and favored in the hiring process. So, again, as you, as you uh, work with the clients, the clients are getting much more specific about those needs in particular. You know, you mentioned before that people want different things and it, on both sides of the aisle. The employees are looking for different things and the employer are looking for different skill sets and so forth. My question is, you talk a lot about collaborative communication and so forth. Is that something that you got to make sure everybody's on the same wavelength so you can have that kind of conversation? Because again, it's not a case of just fitting in a resume and somebody, okay, great, I'll take it, and then finding out if it works. These decisions are more important, and, and, and they're things that can backfire, so you don't want that. So are you trying to establish that communication before anybody accepts a job? Absolutely. You know, and part of that is not only speaking, obviously, with just one individual within the company or the hiring process. It's really getting a full-circle view of the need from the various stakeholders within the organization to ensure that, for example, the initial person you talk to, um, it, the expectation for a new hire aligns with maybe the hiring manager or another key stakeholder within an organization to ensure that what we're looking for to support that need is really clearly articulated and, and we're able to share that with potential candidates so there's not a, um, a letdown on either side of the, uh, the hiring process. So really making sure you've got a full circle view of the requirements and that uh, you know, you're conveying that information properly to the candidate helps to ensure success in the entire hiring process. Your job is so much more interesting than it was at one time, because as I think about it, and you mentioned climate change, and I'm assuming with different political philosophies, different uh, just uh, wants and needs, you got to kind of really get to know the company. Is that important to the company? Or is that company going, no, I don't want that. I'm looking for something more traditional or whatever. So it, it really involves you and Trident kind of getting your getting your hands dirty and really finding out what a company really is looking for because again you want these uh, decisions to be good ones but they're coming back there's something that sticks again not just filling time yeah that, that's a, a great point and so really kind of the um, the tip of the spear so to speak on on those considerations include the company's vision mission and core values really understanding you know where they want to go over the horizon in the future uh, and, and those core values that tie to the success of getting there, understanding those and making sure that they line up with the people that we're looking for uh, regarding new employees to join that team. And, you know, you can have two companies in the same industry with a completely different set of values 
that have um, different meanings and different purpose. So making sure that you can align that potential employee really well with those core values is really essential in helping, again, that, that employee or potential candidate and the, and the company be successful in the hiring process. Well, let's talk about you specifically in Trident. Now, first of all, you, you've been in this business, I understand, for 30 years and a lot of it, history working both with the feds and commercial entities. And I'm thinking, like with the feds, it's really important to have that kind of experience if you're going to deal with it because I imagine it's still the same way. There's a whole different, not not even rules, and there's a lot more rules, but the culture is so different, right, in terms of the way you hire, what you need, if there's contracts involved and so forth. And that experience, if you're going to work in that end, you want to make sure you work with a company that does have experience doing just that. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. With the government, obviously, whether it's uh, local, state, or federal, they do have their own kind of complexity regarding the hiring process. But in, uh, in many cases, they're, they're still looking for the same quality talent and, the, and trying to fill, fulfill the same needs that the peers on, on the commercial side are, are trying to accomplish. So I think um, aside from some of the complexity in, in the hiring process for those organizations, they all are still looking for great talent and want to make sure that they align with their organizational mission, vision, and core values and, and that they uh, will be a good fit. So definitely some additional wickets but i think in the in the uh, kind of the, in the general kind of summing it up they're still looking for the same high quality talent that their their peers are on the commercial side what i find fascinating about your company is i did some research and talking to you you hear the word expectation a lot and i think that's really important and especially now it's even more so you want to make sure that everybody's expectations are met and one of the ways i guess is first of all to make sure that everybody knows what those expectations are before we even start? So, you know, that's, uh, again, I, I kind of line up the client and the potential employee and, and again, going back to uh, a clearly defined need. So what does that job description look like? Has it really kind of identified all the important elements for that particular, particular position? And then on the employee side, do they have the adequate amount of information to make a decision on whether they want to continue with the process or maybe they've, uh, something's been revealed in that process that shows that they may not be the best fit. So I think communication, um, articulation, and, and really kind of validation as you navigate through the hiring process is the way to help make, making sure that uh, you're, uh, you're addressing those issues in the process. Another phrase I want to understand from you is teaming. You talk about teaming partner strategies. And... I haven't heard that expression before in there. What do you mean exactly by that? You know, every company pursues various types of projects or contracts, and um, oftentimes in order to strengthen your position, you need to bring a partner on or a team, a teaming partner. And I think that, um, you know, obviously you want to make sure that those folks on your team have the same values and the same considerations that your company believe are important for, you know, successful client project execution. And so... The teaming um, obviously is more than just throwing another company on your uh, your proposal. It's it's ensuring again that they're aligned with your values, your culture, and and the people from their team are going to help to uh, ensure that the collective group is successful in in uh, completing the project. We're going to get into all the various uh, industries and so forth that you work with and kind of get a feel for where they're going and what the issues are. But first, before we do that, I know 
you're very proud of the fact that uh, Trident is a um, certified service disabled veteran owned small business and a disadvantaged business enterprise. Why is that important? And explain exactly how you got that, because I know that's that is a big thing. Sure, sure. So the uh, the disabled veteran status actually um, and the certifications really are are um, a kind of a game changer from a competitive position perspective. It really narrows the field for when we're choosing to pursue disabled veteran or veteran owned set aside contracts. And so it's really a a great uh, enhancement from a competitive position whether it's a local opportunity or a federal contracting opportunity. You know, I spent uh, uh, a career in the, in the Navy in the submarine force and had some uh, injuries while I was active duty. And, and uh, unfortunately, that was part of, the, um, part of the job. And when I retired, I was able to be uh, certified through the Veterans Administration, and that led to the Service Disabled Veterans Certification. And so, again, those certifications really give our company that added advantage and help to raise the bar from a success perspective. Steve, uh, let's tell people how they can get a hold of Trident Development Corporation. First of all, on the web. You know what? You can uh, go to our website. It's Trident, T-R-I-D-E-N-T, dev, D-E-V, corp, C-O-R-P dot com. And all you got to do is go to our website, and you can use the contact us uh, link that's uh, at the top of the page to uh, reach me or anybody else from our team. Well, fantastic. We'll do that. And we will maybe have you on again as we talk about changes in the world of work and so forth. Thanks a lot for being with us, Steve. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. And you have a wonderful day. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home. And I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. That's 310-534-4180. 
Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310-534-4180.